0: to another episode of the red arrow health and wellness podcast i'm your host marco with my invisible co-host jessica yeah that's you
1: i know i can't me a see you sorry
0: well i'm looking across where i normally see you across the table your purple chair is there your microphone is there you're not in it yeah yeah i'm
1: in a striped couch tonight
0: we are definitely testing our abilities and limits on this one uh i've got cables running everywhere my i'm looking at the desk the or the table we keep everything on it's usually covered in wires nothing it's uh, it has your microphone runs to nothing i've got uh, a a headphone jack adapter and that's it and then i took a photo Mm -hmm. of the entire family and uh it's actually us all in hockey jerseys and put it up against your mic stand so <laughs> like i can kind of see your face That's i can funny. hear you you're in another room
1: yes i am you're at
0: home you're in another room we've run i've got cables going out the under the door so to make sure everything's stretched the mixing board is on my actual work desk near the door my laptop is on an ottoman in the middle of, usually where my desk chair goes when i'm at my work desk and mm-hmm. makes it a lot of fun to play with the controls on the laptop because now I'm like bending down and, you know, I'm over 40. I've got old man back.
1: <laughs> I've
0: had a long day. So, uh, yeah, it's weird. All, i got cables running under the door, across the basement, around an end table and in, on a bar stool. You've got your microphone and you get to sit on the comfy couch and we're going to do this episode. And Jessica, why is this such a screwed up episode, (laughs) at least in terms of our setup to do it?
1: Uh, I got, I was hit with a known exposure to COVID at the end of the day today. Yay. So to keep our family healthy and safe, I am quarantining to the basement. So, I mean, we, we record down here. So right now you are confined to our office where we usually are. And I am in the living room area of our basement. And... The um, guest
0: room. The kids were great. They ran downstairs. They made up the guest room for you. They vacuumed. Yes, our they, kids
1: are delightful. They
0: brought your pillows down from our bedroom down here for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, You're, I mean, and,
0: it's not the end of the world. The wine rack is in the basement. It
1: is. And there's, like, cable TV and Netflix, and there's a bathroom down here. So it's... There's a treadmill. I'm not going to do that. There's access to the hot tub. There, okay. That's all true. Um, But... Yeah, when you come out of there, I'll put my mask back on so I can keep you safe, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. I guess no we're going to really... The nice part is we're you and I are both vaccinated. We and It's are. not like so we just recently vaccinated and it doesn't take full effect. We got vaccinated in the spring.
1: That's the fun thing. We're going to see just how effective my vaccine is.
0: But we've been keeping you away from the kids, yes. uh, especially at the time we're recording this. Kid number one is going for her sex, second second um, vaccination shot tomorrow, mm-hmm. as long as she doesn't come in contact with somebody with COVID. Is her shot tomorrow? yes
1: oh i thought it was saturday no
0: she's got she's got two different uh hockey ice times on saturday oh and then sunday is apple cider century we got bike riding to do so it's
1: so i get to take my test on sunday morning so hopefully it'll come back negative and i can come with you guys to go do apple century
0: and if not we'll oh that will make a packet pickup interesting too because i don't think i can pick up on your behalf i'll figure that out poop yeah it will hopefully it'll come back negative it'll be all be okay but it's once again we've done this twice before we did this right before halloween last year this is and that was pre uh oh, vac- yeah. vaccination but you
1: we were trying w- to remember when that was today. oh
0: um kid number one remembered. and we were discussing it at dinner because the rest of the family had dinner because you had to stay at the office late doing tons of paperwork because of this whole thing and uh so we were discussing it and it was halloween
1: yeah
0: in the lead up to halloween You uh, were exposed, and so we had you coming in and out of uh, the back door to the basement. We have a walkout basement. And you were living in the basement. We were leaving meals on the top step. And then it happened again, Right, and you got uh, the all clear, and it was when you had to go in and get swabbed at a doctor's office, and they had to send it out, and it took up to a week to get results. In the meantime, you lived in the basement. Yep. And I mean, it's it's a finished basement. It's not like we got her down in a cement dungeon. <laughs> and then, um we did it again right before Christmas and you actually missed uh Christmas with my parents yes, and my I did, family and that sucked. but your results came back in in time for our little family Christmas uh, celebration.
1: our little family with our four kids
0: right but. <laughs> amongst ourselves so you got to celebrate with us you get to watch the kids open their presents and everything Mm -hmm. uh those results came in but yeah it was the lead up to christmas you got exposed this time at least uh no holidays no holidays and you're vaccinated yes yeah so hopefully it'll come out but hey we were on it you knew you were exposed and so the kids prepped the room prepped the uh, prepped the guest room we had everything ready we had food for you ready And now we're we're still just making things work and being cautious because, you know, the, the, you know, kid one is not fully vaccinated. The the younger three are not vaccinated at all yet because they're under 12. And um, even if you're vaccinated, you can still spread it. So just being careful. Yes. Yay. So much. And on the plus work, we know our plus side now we know we can do uh, multiple rooms with recording. Yeah. 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 pretty awesome hey what are you drinking out there
1: uh i am drinking a very large glass of wine
0: <laughs> i imagine that yeah very large what kind of wine
1: so that's the fun thing about this wine um it has that weird german name that i can't pronounce but i like your dad's pronunciation it sounds angry of a, i bet it sounds yeah. angry your dad's pronunciation of the wine the type of wine is girls are meaner so <laughs> it starts with a G. There's a W in there somewhere, and it's got a U with those two little dots above it. Um, I'm sure you guys can figure out what type of white wine it is from there. It's very sweet. Um, I enjoy it a lot, but I have no idea what it's actually called.
0: I mean, to be fair, <laughs> when I see it, I'm like, hey, you want some of that glock wine?" spiola wine?
1: Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Tons of fun. What are you drinking over there?
0: I... Am drinking a basic autumn cocktail because today is the first full day of fall, at least the day we're recording this. Basic. And it is it is chilly, it feels like fall, it's raining, and actually tonight it is a dark and stormy night. So I am having a basic autumn cocktail, which is a low-carb pumpkin spice chai old fashioned. But How because is that is a mouthful. But what oh okay. that is a mouthful, we're gonna call it the Caitlin. And the Caitlin is delicious. It is pumpkin spice. It is tastes like fall. To make this, I went and I took uh, rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I actually used bullet rye. Put it in one of our little tiny mason jars. Put in a, um, a tea bag of chai mm-hmm. that was pumpkin spice. And actually, the brand is that Cao, Cao whatever, the uh, the Starbucks one. Yeah. And uh, I put, I think I put six ounces of whiskey in there. Uh, that did not all go into this drink, but just, you know, let it sit. And I actually went in this afternoon and shook it up and let it sit for a while. To make it, though, I used uh, two ounces of the rye whiskey, a uh, about a third of an ounce of uh, sugar-free simple syrup, and we like, we've said it before, we like the Tarani one, not yep. because they sponsor us, just because we can get it on Amazon and it's consistently good.
1: It shows up at our doorstep.
0: Put in about three uh, dashes of orange bitters, mm-hmm. gave it a big stir, I did it right in the glass, put in a, a couple ice cubes, and that's it. It's, you know, the your standard old-fashioned recipe, but the rye whiskey has been infused with that pumpkin spice chai.
1: Awesome. I want to go back to the name of it. Yes, I think we should clarify how we came up with the name, the Caitlin.
0: Well, I mean, what other basic names do you want? There, there's Becky, Brittany, Jessica. <laughs>
1: there is um, Caitlin.
0: Made me think of the lady from uh, with the bazillion kids that used to be on TLC with the spiky hair in name the back. Is Kate. Oh yeah, but what? It's got to be short for Caitlin or something.
1: <laughs> no. So we looked up basic. <laughs> basic <laughs> well, we did do names. that. On Google, and one of the lists had, no joke, eight different spellings of the name Caitlyn. And I figure since there were eight Caitlins on the basic girl list, the name had to be Caitlyn.
0: I I mean, I recommended the Becky, but then I thought about uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot and, oh my God, Becky, look at that butt. (laughs) And also thinking about um, kid number two who loves birds found uh, a gif of a bird going, Becky? Becky, Becky, Becky! And that's all I could think of. And I'm like, that's going to ruin my drink if I yeah. have to think of that. Because this tastes like autumn. It tastes like fall. Yeah. Uh, Even if that would have fit. but uh, So we're going to call it to Caitlyn. Hey, when you're finding your list of basic white girl names, yes. Um, what was the uh, definition that went with Caitlyn in the various? There's like 100 different spellings of Caitlyn, which is amazing.
1: Hold on. I got to look it back up. Oh, this is good. Are you ready? Go for it. Caitlin, will go out of her way to make sure you're feeling all right at parties.
0: Okay. I like it. If we had gone with Becky, what would the Becky definition be?
1: Um, Everything is always going wrong for her. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what about Jessica, Jessica?
1: Jessica. You know what? I think that I'm actually not on this list. Really? This this is a different list than the other one, so just hold on. Let me just make sure I'm not on this one. Are you ready? Yeah. Horse girl. This is bull <laughs> it's Not even funny. This is just stupid. Is it Although horse I girl, because do... she
0: rides horses and likes horses, or because she looks like a horse.
1: I don't know, but I do enjoy the farrier videos on Instagram. So that's my open. cousin posts a ton of those. Is it is it horse nail clipping? Because she ones does that, that but like she also watch.
0: does the adventure riding. Uh, She does, well, because she did the Mongol Derby and goes adventure riding through Patagonia and all over the place. Yeah, you could follow her, Adventurous Barbie.
1: Jesse is also on this list. And it's always wanting to fight someone. Eh, not
0: so much with you. Nope. Nope. Anyway, Adventurous Barbie. That's my cousin who does the farrier stuff and the adventure riding and the breaking horses and, um, you know, training them wise. And all that fun stuff. Uh, but back to us. Cheers from a remote distance. Cheers. Cheers. This is like more than social distancing. Like, we got a door. You're in a different room. Ooh, nice.
1: I cheersed. Yours was lame.
0: Oh, mine's too full. I'll help that. So aside from be- potentially being exposed to COVID today, mm-hmm. I mean, you remember when like being exposed at work would be like something different?
1: Yeah. <laughs> somebody
0: exposed exposed <laughs> there's an exposure at work like whoa there we're gonna call the cops
1: yeah yeah We don't have the covid police it's not like a real thing
0: <laughs> no it's just a made-up ne- you know, neighborhood watch type thing
1: yeah like what's the that? basic name meetings it's made up what's that funny? neighborhood app next door there you go not sponsored
0: no god no oh aside from all that though how was your week leading up to the, today? Because and actually, how was your day going until this hit the fan?
1: oh uh, my day was actually really fantastic. I had a great day today, and then
0: what made it a great day?
1: Um, a lot of things went right today at work, so that is always like nice. clients
0: hitting milestones and benchmarks and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Therapists like finally,
1: you know, therapists doing, doing skill the sets things. that they've been
0: trying. because they were constantly in development too.
1: Yep um everybody was doing all of the things our group was working really well together i got to do somebody's yearly review and it was a really good one and i love that and um yeah like it was just oh, a there's really, all sorts of warm fuzzies there there was a lot of good news that happened <laughs> and today, then it turned to and <laughs> everything just sort of hit the fan at the end of the day um but yeah it was up until that point it was a really really nice day so that was good how was your day how was your week
0: my week's been good. My day was great. It was super productive. Got up, got the kids uh, out the door to school, got home, and then actually I'm like, you know what? I am going to try to get some work done, but also I'm going to be doing it on the treadmill just a jog. So I was jogging on the treadmill, getting a workout in, reviewing uh, various documents on my phone while I was on the treadmill. So I'm getting exercise, I'm being productive, got off. Got went out, had to pick up kid number four from preschool. We did that. She was all excited. She had a great day. She's just jumping up and down her little yellow rubber ducky. Uh, um. <gasps> she wore it today. Oh, she's worn it almost all week because it's been raining all week. And one of the days her mask was orange and she's got the yellow, uh, you know, Gordon mm-hmm. Fisherman uh, raincoat on. Yes. So with the orange there, it looked like a beak. She really did look like a duck. Mm-hmm. Today it was purple. But uh, she had a great day. We came home. She started, you know, she started playing on her phone and drawing pictures and whatnot. And just outside my office, I got some more work done. We had lunch. I went and actually did another round on the treadmill while trying to get some work done and got done, took a shower, actually put on like normal clothes. Because a lot of times I work from home. I work remotely so I can wear gym shorts and a t-shirt mm-hmm. down in my office. But uh, it's it's exciting to actually put on like real clothes and <laughs> And do business casual. So that's what I did. Went out, picked up the kids, came home, got some more work done. And then made dinner. And we, You know, it's fall. And I looked at when I planned out the week, I knew the temperatures were going to be low. I didn't realize they're going to be this low. What we planned tonight would be soup night. So everybody had their soup. And then as I'm trying to plan, out, you know, when do I put everything on the stove? That's when I start getting the texts from you going, I'm going to be late. There's an incident. The day turned to (laughs) I might have been exposed to COVID. (laughs) Yeah. And then it just kind of went from there. And the kids were trying to, like, like, why did dad suddenly get grumpy? And it's like, because dad doesn't, you know, get to snuggle with mom for a few days. (laughs) I didn't say that, but that's that's pretty much what it is. Because, yeah, while I'm vaccinated, it's like, don't need to go curl up with somebody with COVID if, like, you can be avoided.
1: Nope. And I... Yeah, no. I mean,
0: somebody's got to take care of these kids, so.
1: Exactly. We can't both be out with COVID.
0: Yeah, so if I haven't been exposed to it yet, there's no sense, um, you know, exposing myself to it. That's just, there's a lot of exposure here. This is like kind of getting into a weird, yeah. What
1: the hell is that noise?
0: That is actually. Uh, is that your watch? That's my watch.
1: <gasps> Okie dokie, then.
0: It's it's Life as the Hockey Commissioner. It's Hockey Questions. Well, well I want to talk to you whenever you're free. Well, I'm.
1: Never free.
0: It's nine thirty, and I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. So, yay! All right, but other than that, it's been good. Uh, we've had a full week of kids doing stuff. Kid, uh, kid, ones, but you know, we had some kids out with colds earlier in the week. At the end of last week, had to take kids to the pediatrician. Uh, of course, because of co- you know symptoms like well it might be COVID. Got to go and take them to the pediatrician, get a note, get a COVID test. They got tested. They just had the normal cold. If it wasn't a COVID year, I wouldn't even have taken them. You wouldn't have taken me either because nope. it's like they, they don't have a fever. Have they're right. Got a runny nose. It has, it's only, it hasn't even been 24 hours yet. They're, the pediatrician going to laugh at us. And even the, and I went even said like, look, I wouldn't normally take them, but it's COVID and they're requiring this. COVID like. Yeah, we know. That's why we're just completely swamped and have no open appointments because stuff we normally say, just let, it's a cold virus, let it run its course.
1: Two weeks, done.
0: Yeah, now everyone's got to get in immediately. So we did. It ran through three of our kids. Um, But aside from that, it's been a pretty good week. We had hockey and kid number one and I got to help coach goalie clinic and then, or not kid number one, kid number two and I helped coach goalie clinic. Kid number one missed it because she was out sick. Uh, And then we had U12, U14 hockey. And then the next night we had U8 hockey with kid number three. And then kid one was back for um, whatever she was back for. Oh, girls night. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much hockey. It's like we were talking about something in the coach's room. And uh, it's like Marco just Marco just knows everything that's going on because he's got a kid in every level. I'm like, just about I'm just over here. It's not like I'm like doing crazy intel on it. It's just I'm just here and yeah. i kn- know all the kids yeah mm-hmm. so that was like the highlight of my week uh paperwork and stuff is not exciting lots of paperwork what lots do you of mean? forms going out exciting. oh so many forms to fill out but uh for just work work but yeah the coaching is definitely the highlight of my day cuz i get out and i'm around people and i get to work with kids and teach them things and yeah and even like even if it's just moving pads and stuff and helping out the uh mr rink owner So he can teach the kids. Uh, It's just like, it's physical exercise, so I'm excited about it. Because sitting in a chair at a computer is not that much exciting.
1: It's not exciting.
0: No. And it's been raining, so I can't like be out on my bike or anything. So the weekend, though, is supposed to be amazing. Epic Cider Century is coming up. We're going to talk about that more in upcoming episodes. But uh, for now, I think we need to get into our main feature. Okay. You want to know what we're doing tonight? Yes, I do. Get your spooky on. We prepped a whole bunch of episodes. Um, and so this seems like a good one for tonight because it's been a crazy day. And I w- we need to do this. It's the first official day of fall when we're recording this. We're heading, it's the tail end of September now. We're heading into October. So this is gonna be all about our top ten favorite movies to watch at Halloween time. And really, it's the movies you just gotta watch at least once in October for it to feel like Halloween. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's play some Segway music, and we'll get into that. All right, Jessica. Marco. It's a dark and stormy night. The mood is right. Let's get into this, our top 10 favorite Halloween movies, movies you just got to watch at least once in October to feel like it's Halloween. What, are you going to pick on my intro to this?
1: Yes, because it sounded like the intro to TGIF on ABC.
0: On Halloween, yeah. -uh.
1: Mm Nuh-uh. Every week.
0: Every week was a dark and stormy night.
1: Okay, that part was from Halloween. It's a dark and stormy
0: night. I can't do the voice tonight. It's not gruff enough. I need like a sore throat or something. Yeah. Maybe if I catch the the cold the kids had going around this week.
1: Seriously, don't. It hurts.
0: All right. This is what we're going to do. This is our top 10 favorite Halloween time movies. They're not necessarily Halloween per se movies, but they're movies we need to watch around Halloween time for it to feel right. Yes. And then it really spices up after you go through your list to my list. I went and quizzed the kids today on theirs awesome. separately. Pulled them in one at a time into our library, had them close the French doors, and, uh, yeah, yeah, my phone, my uh, watch is dinging. Anyway, uh, and so I've got those when we get done. Cool. So, Jessica, starting at the bottom of your list, you're number 10 on this top 10 list, what do you got?
1: Night of the Living Dead, the 1968 version.
0: This is the one that really, I mean, I know the movie Bustle will go. There were zombie movies before this, but this really, really started this whole chain of zombie movies that just kind of picked up steam and now it's like zombies are everywhere
1: yep they put it on the map it's it's a classic
0: they made it for almost no money
1: it's great wait is it in black and white it's in
0: black and white it's made but is
1: the beginning in color in the cemetery
0: yeah i guess we just need to watch it again i haven't seen it since last year
1: yeah i don't remember anyways i like it because it uh it is quite creepy there's especially a scene in the basement that's
0: to make the pretty zombies good. look like they really couldn't, are uncoordinated, everything they actually had the actors walk backwards, then then ran the film in reverse. So when they're walking forward, it's, it's all like disjointed and messed up.
1: Yep, it's pretty fun.
0: Uh, and there was a lot of simple photography tricks like that that they were able to do this on, like essentially no Shoe money, string budget. Yeah. But make it such a classic, and have all these things that really just creep people out, and that's why you've got to watch it every year.
1: Absolutely. And obviously,
0: we do it with cocktails, which is, I can't remember if the beginning isn't got some color to it.
1: Yep, you can have drink zombies while you're watching it. It's great. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What's your number ten?
0: Mine was a tie.
1: A tie.
0: A tie.
1: I didn't know we could have ties. That's
0: because you didn't ask.
1: Well, got exposed to COVID today. It was a yeah. long. Your,
0: and then your list you had to give to me while you're driving home from your office down in Indiana. Yes. So mine was a tie, and I have a lot of classics as a tie. Mm-hmm. The Bride of Frankenstein, the 1935 version. The Mummy, the 1931 version with Boris Kar- Karloff. Dracula in 1931 with Bela Lugosi. The Birds and, from 63 and Psycho from 60, both Hitchcock films. You really could even throw in the original fly, not the Jeff Goldblum version, which is gory and creepy in its own right. There's just something like my parents showed me like when I was like three or four. Uh, the birds and the blob and the original fly with Vincent Vincent Price is in it even.
1: Is he? Yeah.
0: So those old black and white ones, while they're cheesy and they're just something classic Hollywood about them, but yeah. also classic Halloween And there's something I've been watching since I was a little, little, little kid. And it makes me think of this time of year.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So fun.
0: So fun. Jessica, what's number nine for you?
1: Number nine for me is not scary. (laughs) It's The Lost Boys. It tries to be. It tries to be scary, but it's not. It's The Lost Boys from 1987. It has Kiefer Sutherland in it. It has... Edward Herman in it, and... The Corys. The Corys are in it, of course, and it has... um That
0: one lady that's in, yeah, like, all in the movies and kind of, sitcoms, of, like, she's always, she's always, like, the hot wife with the fat, out-of-shape husband.
1: Yes. I don't remember what her name is. I can't um, remember either, but, but it's just,
0: like, like, can we get enough? I mean, how many more sitcoms do we need like that where the wife is a total babe and the husband is just a complete slob?
1: That's all of them.
0: I know. Because they're written by out-of-shape dudes.
1: And it has Diane Weiss in it, so that's fun. She um, is fun.
0: She's a good actress. She is
1: a fantastic actress. I adore her. She's good in everything. Um, but The Lost Boys is like a fun little campy 80s vampire movie. And it is pretty much the only vampire movie I can tolerate.
0: Not even the Bram Stoker I hate one. that movie. I hate it. The Stoker it. one with... Um,
1: even Keanu Reeves Keanu, cannot save that movie for me.
0: Even Gary Oldman? Nope. He does do a good job acting in that one, though. He's
1: good in everything.
0: In fact, I had like I had seen it, and then later heard like, "Oh, Gary Oldman wasn't that like what? Which character did he play?" I'm like, "Oh my god, he was Dracula because
1: he's a chameleon."
0: He is. He's a very good actor.
1: Yep. Um. But yeah, this is just it's a fun, campy movie. You got to watch it at least once, once a year. That's enough. Kiefer Sutherland is the quintessential bad boy. In this movie. When he's not
0: saving the world in 24 hours. That's
1: right. Yep, This was
0: well before that.
1: Well, yeah. This is from the 80s when he was the quintessential bad boy in everything. So it's it's fun. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. You won't regret it.
0: Not the sequels. Don't waste your time on the sequels. There are sequels? There are sequels. I had no idea. They're like straight to VHS.
1: It's great. All right. That's enough about Lost Boys. Hey,
0: Tiger Girl, that's too early for you to be yawning at Sorry.
1: Me. That's enough about the Lost Boys. What do you have on your list for number nine?
0: Number nine is one of those movies where when I was growing up in school, when we'd have a some sort of holiday party, whether it was Valentine's Day or Halloween or the Christmas party or the Thanksgiving celebration or the Mardi Gras celebration... And they wheeled in the cart with the big TV on top. Yeah, the TV that was like three feet deep. Yeah. And then the uh, VCR on the bottom. This was one of the three movies that were in rotation. It would be like Land Before <laughs> Time, Land Before American Time. Tale, Aww, or this Fival. one, which is Labyrinth.
1: Woohoo! This is my favorite movie, which oddly enough did not make my list. But it's not a scary movie.
0: But Labyrinth, it just, for some reason, comes off as a Halloween movie for me. (laughs) I need to watch it at Halloween time. The rest of the time, it's like, well, we're watching it because it's Jessica's favorite movie. Uh, And I don't know if it's just because of the goblins and everything in it, or David Bowie's big hair and codpiece, or what's going on. (laughs) Or the fact there's little monsters popping their heads off and kicking them around like soccer balls. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, it is on my list of, I need to watch it around Halloween time. Like I'm, we get to October. I'm going to tell the kids like we're popping this in. Nice. And I haven't seen it since your 40th birthday where you projected it on the side of the garage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With,
0: with all your adult friends over in a full like bar table set up and popcorn and everything
1: else. That was good. I like that. A that lot. was a fun party. Yeah. Jessica, what's your number eight? Number 8 is The Shining from 1980. I need to see Jack Nichol- Nicholson poke his need, head through a door. I need to see Jack Nicholson lose his ever-loving mind. It just once a year, that's enough.
0: You can say ever-loving s***. No, sh- bleep it out.
1: Ever-loving mind. He loses his mind in that movie. Except for the weird part at the end where he's like in the pictures from the 20s. Oh, no. Well. At the very end. Where he like is a time traveler. Also, there's that weird s*** a- with the dog and the guy in the hotel room.
0: It was weird studying this in college and film interpretation because Stephen King, who wrote the book, had one vision in mind for it and then Stanley Kubrick, who made the movie, this is the one time where uh, Stephen King didn't, and actually ever since then, he has retained strong control on every film adaptation of his movies because he hated what Kubrick did with it. Kubrick took that basic story Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: ran in his own direction with it. Because yeah. he's a star- storyteller in his own right. And so it does not match the original manuscript. And that's why they remade it later with like Steven Weber in it. That one Stephen King had a bunch of control over.
1: Yes. um, I don't like that version. I like the Kubrick version. I think it's nice and um, What's creepy.
0: Fu- you know what? I also think why you like it is Kubrick started his career as a photographer. So at the end of the day, when he was telling his stories, he was always doing it through the lens of a photographer. And he wanted that that image. He wanted um, if you look at his movies, there's a lot of moments where there isn't movement, but you could take a still of a movie and it makes an amazing photograph an amazing. And it leaves a sense with you just in its own right.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, If you are. A film nerd, and you want to get which into like, yeah, you want to get into the background of The Shining. I, <laughs> There's a lot going on in the background is of The Shining. A <laughs> whole lot to unpack in that movie, though. It's not just the scary tale about the guy who loses his mind and tries to kill his family. Um, you want to watch the documentary Room 237, which is the room with the creepy woman in the in The Shining. Um, but they really break apart how they made the movie and all of the weird things that are in it and all of the symmetry that occurs and all of the background stuff with like basically a shot by shot analysis of, of things and how um, the layout of the hotel is impossible and it's just it's a lot of fun and it's really interesting and it'll make you think so.
0: Now when you and I took film interpretation in college as undergrads, and we didn't take it the same semester and we were definitely not in the same section then. Mm-hmm. But we took it from the same professor, and it's not like film interpretation at other schools. Like my brother took it at U of M, University of Michigan, and it was what you would expect when you hear film interpretation. They did a lot of foreign films and he like could not get interested in the material. You took it and you did a whole series of horror movies that yep. season, that it was, year.
1: It was amazing. It was an entire semester of solid horror movies. And we went through.
0: You had to watch two movies a week and you had to go to, then you had to go to lecture. Yep. Your, your lab was going to a movie theater basically on campus and watching. And if you didn't want to go to the lab, you could always rent them if you could get your hands on them. Right. I, um, I did not have solid horror movies, but I had. Jaws and Thelma and Louise and Apocalypse Now and The Wall. Oh my God, The Wall is a great movie until you have to sit and think about every shot. Why are they tracking in this way? Why are they using this imagery? What are they, you know? Why are they using this lighting? Holy crap, there's a lot going on in that movie.
1: Yeah, there is. Um, But mine, it was it was pretty fun because at the time, horror movies were like my jam. So we got to go through history with with horror movies and then break them apart for all of the various themes that you learn about in film interpretation and and practice breaking apart but it's like scary movies what uh
0: 26 movies we had to cover in that in each semester yeah
1: it was was a lot i think our last movie that we watched in my class was uh blair witch project
0: that shared professor that we had yes did his dissertation on the shining yes he did so there's a lot of kubrick stuff
1: yep fun times what do you have for your number eight? That's enough about you.
0: <laughs> my number eight is definitely Jesus. not a Halloween movie per se, but it is done by someone who does a lot of horror movies written in. Yeah.
1: Hello? Did, Did you die? No, no I was thinking. Um, oh.
0: And this is one that I, I thought was great as I was a kid. And actually looking at my list and looking at the dates of the movies, you can definitely tell I was a child of the 80s. <laughs> uh, This one is, and by the way, they're, I hear they're remaking this one.
1: Well, that's bullshit.
0: Well, I hope they don't screw it up. They will. But this one is Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> come on. What child of the 80s wouldn't love this? There are monsters. There are ninjas. There's a dude driving a big big rig called the Pork Chop Express. I mean, everything's going on.
1: This movie is terrible.
0: Oh, my God. It's hilarious.
1: It's so bad.
0: There's a dude named Egg. I mean, come on. There's they a go guy. in the sewer. <laughs> oh, my God. Kurt Russell's in it. Uh, Kim Cattrall's in it, pre uh, Sex in the City.
1: Okay, but no, this yeah. movie is awful. It's campy.
0: It's hilarious. It is campy. Um, there's action, and it. It. I think it's more that it ties me back to my childhood. Yeah. Than that it's and it's not a cinematic masterpiece by any means, but it's got all those components and it's fun and I can't wait to show it to our kids.
1: I think some of them have seen it they, they might I think the I oldest think you showed the, the boys.
0: Older, the boys might have seen it but I don't know we'll mm-hmm. try it again this year because
1: they yeah. can watch it it's not like it's not bad. terrible <laughs> I know it is a bad movie but it's not like going to work. oh it's awesome it, might twist them. it is
0: know. awesome
1: awesomely bad awesome okay
0: yeah what's your number seven it's become no. awesomely bad <laughs> this come is awesomely on Jessica bad. <laughs> not only is it awesomely bad you can explain it's, why it's on your list which is what an awesomely bad reason I love it yeah, as you were explaining to me, well, you're in the car and I'm like typing okay. stuff into this list, I'll tell you. Yeah. My
1: number seven movie is Scary Movie number two.
0: <laughs> Back when the Wayan brothers were uh, the involved, or well, that wasn't just the brother. Yeah, the whole family was involved um, because they've actually made scary movies when they've like left the franchise. Yep. But yes,
1: Scary Movie number two, not number one, because number one is a little bit creepy. Um, scary number. Scary Movie Number Two is just downright hilarious, so funny. And I, there is one quote in particular. And what is the quote that you always? Hold on. Mean, yeah. I got to I got to open up the quotes part. Just
0: oh, you know it because you said it on the phone.
1: <laughs> so two the I almost characters. wish you were like we're
0: still in DC <laughs> and we would take public transportation. You're like on people were on the metro in in DC and they. They talk on the okay, phone like it. like no one else can hear the conversation even though you're a train car full of people. And I wish that you were having this conversation oh
1: on a God. metro train. All right. So I found it. It's uh, it's between two characters. They're in bed together. They're messing around. And They're the getting guy, have some dirty talk. Yeah. The guy says, let's do something freaky. And she says, ooh, like what, Ray? And he says, I don't know. Why don't you talk dirty to me? And she pretends to be all coy and whatever. And he goes, Come on, you're a bad girl. And she says, okay, I'm going to work this. I'm going to make this mine. And he says, yeah, work it. It's all yours. And she says, I'm going to piss on your face. And I'm going to fart in your mouth. I'm going (laughs) to shit on these walls. (laughs) And it's just so funny. And there's a guy with a tiny hand. And this chicken... (laughs) and he licks it it's terrible
0: the mashed potatoes because you love you some mashed potatoes
1: i do love mashed potatoes
0: He's strong hand
1: yeah it, this it's is chris oh, elliott my strong hey
0: oh my I god and tim curry's in it tim curry is
1: in it okay
0: david cross is in it no Everybody's i don't like him it. i don't but like tim him either curry but tim curry is
1: fantastic and he is weird in this movie so that's good um Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's You know, shout out to
0: Tim Curry because some things that didn't make our list that could have... Oh my God, I completely forgot about Rocky Horror horror Picture could have made this list, but it didn't. And Clue could have made this list, but it didn't.
1: Yep, absolutely. I love both of them. Yeah. Um... Rocky Horror is one that I do actually have to watch every year for Halloween, but it just didn't make this list. I don't
0: have to watch it every year, which is why I didn't make my list, but you and I have watched it. We actually, own it. We own it. We've watched it on Halloween. I remember watching it in your dorm room yes. at Western when I was still at Michigan Tech. I just yep. happened to be down that weekend, mm-hmm. and we we actually, that was the first time we ordered Taco Bell. Indeed. Together, mm-hmm. which was the first time I had Taco Bell. We've okay. We've spoken about that before.
1: Anyways, Anyways, that's enough about Taco Bell. Anyway, scary movie too. It's hilarious. It's it's not scary in the least bit. Um, it is not for kids, so do not let your children watch it. Wildly inappropriate for them. If you couldn't tell from that quote I just yeah, read. Yeah, along
0: with the clown underneath uh, the bed.
1: That clown is not not friendly. What's your number seven?
0: My number seven actually is scary, and especially as a child of the eighties, uh, it was. Terrifying, and there's so many classic quotes coming out of this movie, and it is also a real estate developer's nightmare, which is the Poltergeist. Yes, they built it on a cemetery. Yes, they did. A burial ground.
1: They uh, didn't move the bodies, only the headstones.
0: I mean, come on! Every time we do a deep clean of the house, we come into the room and go.
1: This room is clean. This house is clear. This movie has Craig T. Nelson in it. Um, For that reason others, alone, yeah. you have to watch this movie. Because Craig T. Nelson is phenomenal in everything that he's in.
0: Spielberg was involved. Was, mm-hmm. Did he direct that one or just produce um,
1: it? He did not direct it, but he wrote it. And it's I'm pretty sure he's probably a producer. do I know go that into the he was Go into the light! He didn't direct it, but I'm positive that he was quite very much involved.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, that was also when they found out later when they're in that bog of water and the bodies are popping up. They, uh, The props <laughs> department got the, uh, the the, skeletons from uh, medical school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many backstories on what was going it's, into that movie, yeah. which just makes it even creepier. Mm-hmm. Um, great at Halloween. I kind of get annoyed when the start,
1: tree eats the kid
0: when you start it's watching terrifying. it in March. I'm kind of like, really? But okay, but, but October, yeah, look, when it's dark and it's especially where we live, it gets windy and the trees are knocking against the house. Yeah, we have and a giant
1: tree in the backyard, it could totally eat our kids.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> oh, god, but when the, the it's windy and dark, kind of <laughs> like tonight, and the w- trees are rocking around. Um, uh, it's a perfect night to watch Poltergeist, mm-hmm. but we'll wait because but it's only September at the moment.
1: It's a great ghost story movie, so it is a great ghost story. If you movie. like ghost stories, you are gonna love the Poltergeist.
0: And if you don't like ghost stories,
1: there's number six
0: on your list.
1: It's the birds. What's scarier than the birds from 1963? Not Nothing. To be
0: confused with like you know the animated ones from uh warner brothers when animaniacs had no anyway oh. anim- animaniacs where they had those like the ones with the uh, new jersey accents
1: no no it was like this is the birds with tippy Hindrin.
0: yeah not the ones that speak like Alfred they're in sopranos but they're pigeons
1: that guy with the jaw <laughs> you know hold on i'll tell you in a minute
0: not rock hudson
1: no yeah rod, rod taylor
0: yeah wannabe rock hudson
1: Right. Jessica Tandy is in it. She's great. Veronica Cartwright is in it. She was in Candyman number two. I know that off the top of my head without even knowing. Nice. Looking. And she was in scary movie number two. Really? Yeah, actually. <laughs> was she standing
0: around the piano or was that yep, scary movie she one? She was the
1: mom that took care of the Oh, chick that she was. Peed. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. Um... Where you got I mean, Andy look, Richter
0: there playing the priest who's like very interested in the young kids.
1: No, that was um, James Woods. Oh, was it? Yes. He I thought Andy to...
0: Ra- Andy Richter's the priest. Andy... Play- He's playing the piano at the beginning.
1: Yes, there are two priests in that beginning anyway, scene.
0: Anyway, back to the birds.
1: The birds! I love good uh classic horror movie and the birds definitely fits Suspense, the bill. Suspense.
0: Great job with camera work to get um, you all worked up.
1: Yeah, the backstory that, I mean, is that, fantastic where that Alfred was... Hitchcock is terrible behind the scenes and he, he always was abusive to the actors he always
0: was it was the 60s they I know. were that's how it was but
1: so their terror is real on camera um <laughs> which makes and the movie, some of their
0: injuries were too
1: exactly makes the movie even more believable so that's
0: why it was my, tied for mm-hmm. my number 10
1: yep i love the birds it's great it is not halloween it's not october until i get to see the birds at least once what is your number six <laughs>
0: uh mine's keeping my 80s theme going so my number 10 was that whole tie of things from like the 30s and the 60s number nine was 86 number eight was 86 number seven was 82 and number six is from 87 and you've already talked about it it's the lost boys yeah yeah the Coreys, edward herman Kiefer sutherland all that stuff mm-hmm. vampires surfing town yeah awesome Cool. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on that because we already spoke about it. Let's just jump to your number five.
1: My number five.
0: Is not from the 80s. No, it's from
1: 1996. And well, it is. and
0: here's what's funny when we were talking about this because we we're like, OK, what year did that come out? And I wanted to say 97. You're like, no, no, no. That was 99.
1: No, I said 98.
0: 98, whatever. I was closer. It's 96.
1: It's from 96 and it's Scream. And I love this movie. It's It's great.
0: I, what I love Ghost about this. Was they, how did you not love it? They, and I love the twist. When they did the big hype for it and the media blitz for it, it was hyping up Drew Barrymore. Yep. She gets I mean, spoiler alert, which okay, look, it's been out since '96. If you haven't seen it, tough. But she dies in the first couple minutes. Like basically the first scene.
1: She does. Yeah, no. Um this movie came out and it was a big deal. And one of my friends went to see it. He was like the first one in our group. BFD, to see it.
0: big deal.
1: Yep. And I was like, how I said how was Drew Barrymore and he goes well she was great but they killed her in the first five minutes and I was like the fuck why he goes well because if you they think have about the rock, to, so you have to see the movie her. to find out why but yeah what
0: remember the line in the rock like I'll take pleasure in gutting you boy yeah they got they for sure did they were
1: gutting her they did do that it was gross um yeah, I, I like it. It's a it's a great it's a great scary movie. It freaked me right out. I was, um, a fun story. We rented it. Like I didn't get to see it in the theater, but I did get to rent it on video. You remember that, right?
0: Uh, yes, I am.
1: And well, my we're. parents um went out for the night, and so I was home alone. And I watched the scary movie in the dark. And I got three quarters. That's how the
0: babysitter gets killed all the time in it these is. movies.
1: And I got three quarters of the way done with the movie. Did you and tell then, your brother,
0: like, I'll be right back?
1: I don't even think my brother did, was there that night. Did he tell you, no, I'll be right back? shut up and listen to the story. Got three quarters of the way done with the movie. And then the phone rang. And I jumped. <laughs> I jumped like three miles in the air. And then I was like standing in front of the phone. And I was like, do I answer it? No. Yes. I answered it. And I was like hello and my dad just started laughing on the other end of the phone he was like just calling to make sure you haven't peed your pants yet i was like you're such a jerk i haven't peed my pants yet and don't scare me with the phone also how do you know that the phone is a scary plot point of this movie because i know about movies jessica (laughs) the end that's the end of the scream story the end what's your number five
0: my number five actually also again an 80s movie from 84 it's hilarious and i remember growing up when it came time to pick out your costume you you know a lot of times my mom would go to like joanne fabric and get we'd pick out the pattern she'd sew it for us but when we'd also go to the store there'd be the aisle of halloween stuff the big creepy rubber masks my parents wouldn't let us get when we were little kids Mm
1: -hmm.
0: once we got to high school like we had a whole bunch of them but like The one prop piece there for every costume that every little kid wanted to get, but because I went to Catholic school, we couldn't get it. My parents won't let me get it, was the glove. The glove. With the knives on the fingers. Mm -hmm. My number five movie is the classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that Johnny Depp's first movie?
1: I don't know if it was his first movie.
0: His first breakout thing is just before he went and did... um, whatever
1: 21 jump street
0: yeah he was in 21 jump street and then of course he's gone on and done all sorts of stuff but it is the classic horror movie slasher movie uh it spawned the whole franchise but that first one there's just something about that first one that's classic and also i mean freddy krueger which like of course if you've seen uh, the actor without his makeup on he's just mousy little guy you put that scarred makeup on that classic red and green striped sweater, almost like you know, a scary version of Blue's, cru- blues cru- Clues. But also that glove with the knives. I mean, I can still picture the the costume piece where it was the the pla- gray plastic fingertips with the knives coming out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody wanted the thing. If you had it, you were like you the were coolest. Hot. You were you were hot. You were the coolest of cool. That was the Halloween costume we won. And that was like the entire, from 84 on through the rest of the 80s, everybody wanted to be that for Halloween if they could get past their parents with it.
1: IMDb says that this really was Johnny Depp's first movie. So that's fun. That's
0: what I thought. Yeah. Awesome. What's your uh, your number four, Jess?
1: Number four is Poltergeist.
0: Oh, okay. I love
1: Poltergeist. It is for sure not Halloween until I see it. Um, If I need a good ghost story, I am... I'm going to look to, towards Poltergeist to scratch that itch for me. It's great. Also, Craig T. Nelson. Okay. He's phenomenal.
0: He's a coach.
1: He is a coach. Okay, you're he number four because it's different than mine.
0: Yeah, my number four is, again, from 1984. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. I mean, come on. ghosts.
1: Ghostbusters.
0: Ghostbusters, another classic. <laughs> Uh you can watch it year-round. It's not you know Halloween specific, but it's ghosts and goes with Halloween. Our kids love the original. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could just sit here forever and go, but really original, classic, all the actors. Hell, Ernie Hudson's from Ben Harbor. That's just down the street from us.
1: Yep. Um, Ghostbusters. So we're from the 80s, right?
0: I remember like making the costume like with Aww. like a tan shirt and like tan pants. And then a cardboard uh, cereal box and finding like fabric straps to make like a proton pack.
1: That's cute. Um, when and That wasn't even just a
0: Halloween. That was just playing with my brother in the backyard.
1: When I was little and we got our very first VCR, it came with Ghostbusters. And so it was like the first movie that I got to watch on our VCR when we got it in the 80s. Back in the 18, I mean the 19s. The 19s, in as the kid 19s. one talks about it. Mm-hmm. The 19s, you know, four thousand years ago. Yeah. And back I when Al Capone
0: was running around and
1: hadn't seen John Dillinger 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 and before, all before, but yeah. since it came with the VCR, the like my dad let us watch it, and I was like, "This movie is amazing! It's got ghosts in it, and these dudes get them. This is great, Slimer! Yes."
0: <laughs> Let's okay. not get into the whole Dan Aykroyd thing with the zipper scene.
1: Ew! No.
0: That's the thing like when you watch it on I, TV, they edit out and then you forget that it's in there when you watch yeah, the so unedited when you, version.
1: When the movie comes with your VCR, there is no edited version. Yeah, I know. And I remember watching that going, what's happening there? Why is Panson's in there?
0: I remember that too. Going, what took, the hell's going on? Why, are like, you, why is he going cross-eyed when his fly goes down? Well,
1: over a decade before I figured that out. I was like, oh, hmm. Yeah, that's something. Probably didn't need to have that in that movie.
0: <laughs> well, it was.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Anywho, that's Ghostbusters. Jessica, what's your number three?
1: Number three is The Conjuring from 2013.
0: Oh, not not very 80s of you. No. You're it's all not. over the place, though. I, I am. I am. Like 68, the good, 87, look, 80, 2001, 63, 96. I like a good scary movie. It doesn't,
1: I don't discriminate decades. I know, um, but. No, and the classics
0: one, are the classics
1: they are, but this one is also going to be a classic. um That's it is true. it is creepy. It is wonderfully creepy. um it's very well done. It's nicely shot. it has a great storyline and it's, it's it's scary. It's got good jump scares in it. it's got good like fake out scenes in it. and it's just a scary overall story. Um, and I love especially it. Especially when and you
0: watch it late at night and I'm off at hockey on a Sunday night because that's when you watch most of your horror movies. Well, you don't want to watch them with me. Not usually, but especially like in July. But you have watched July. this one. Yeah. I mean, I've watched all of these with you. I know, but... But you watch them all the time. Probably
1: but probably the most recent one. When I go idea. to
0: hockey on Sunday nights, you're like, go, stay as long as you want, enjoy, <laughs> have fun with all the people. I'm going to go watch horror movies or cheesy chick flicks. Well,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, The Conjuring, it's fantastic.
0: Hey, I saw a thing today that the Conjuring <coughs> House is up for sale if you want to spend $1.4 million on a haunted house.
1: that. <laughs> no. Anyone that has seen this movie should be saying no to that. Absolutely not. Mitch. That witch will invade your body and make you murder your kids. Nope. Mm-mm. No, thank you.
0: Well, there you go.
1: Yeah. What's your number three?
0: Oh, Speaking of invading bodies, my number three is, not from the 80s, but it's from 73, The Exorcist.
1: Nice classic scary movie. Nice classic scary Mm
0: -hmm. movie. Even though if you are familiar with the Georgetown area, you know that you cannot jump out that window and fall down the Exorcist stairs. That's
1: right. You can't.
0: It's physically impossible to go that far. But the Exorcist stairs are there. They're great. If you're a runner, by the way. Run up and down those things, that's a workout. And then we actually took uh, Halloween photos of Kid 1 and Kid 2 when we lived out in the D.C. area. Because
1: babies.
0: I mean, it was like five miles from our house. We drove over there. Uh, When you're actually there, you you park at the little gas station, Quickie Mart thing there. And then you know the stairs aren't that exciting because they're between the convenience store and a dumpster. And it's mm-hmm. just runners, I mean, it's tourists taking photos with it and then runners running up and down it. In between the runners, you pose your kid in their Halloween costume and take the photos and then do some photo editing to add some smoke and make it creepy. Yep. But uh, it's there, I mean, and the kids at Georgetown, the the college students will project it on the side of a building. They meet up on one of the lawns on Halloween at night. Yep. And there's a tradition there. It's a great classic movie. I remember because I'm a little Catholic boy that grew up Uh, When I was going through the confirmation process, my confirmation sponsor was my brother in law. And he's, we watched The Exorcist on laser disc. Those things are like the size of a vinyl record. Those are ridiculous. But they're like basically a DVD. (laughs) They're so huge. Uh, So yeah, he's like, all right, here's the book with all the answers. Copy them all down. I'm going to go queue up the movie. And then we. We're out on a farm watching The Exorcist. And since then, you know, it's just become a scary movie that we watch in October. Nice. Yeah. And then he's, you know, he's a priest, but he's a psychologist. We're psychologists. Yeah, there's all these tie-ins. Yeah. We used to live out there. We used to, you know, there's the stairs. We'd go past them quite often. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I For, like The Exorcist. It's good. It's a good movie. Uh, my mom is terrified of it, and she will not allow discussions of The Exorcist to take place in her presence, which I think is hilarious. they did a great
0: job with it. It's a great scary movie. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like having theological debates with everybody over The Exorcist. It's just a great no. piece of cinema.
1: But um, I do love our Exorcist babies picture.
0: Oh yeah, on the stairs. Mm-hmm. I should put that up this year. You should. I think I did it. I don't know if I did it last year or not. I'll do it on a Red Arrow uh, account. But anyway, Jessica, what's your number two?
1: Number two is The Haunting from 1963. Ooh, the original. It's the original. It's the one that's based on it's the Shirley not Jackson. The Kate, not Kathleen Zeta
0: Jones, not Liam Neeson, no, not that Owen Wilson. Trash. Oh, yeah, it is.
1: Uh, It's fun trash, but it's trash. Um, This is the the old version of the I'm glad you said it. that because you were
0: watching it the other week.
1: It doesn't mean I don't want to watch the movie. I do. <laughs> I watch all kinds of trashy <laughs> Anyway. Um, but this is the original black and white version. It is wonderfully creepy. They have classic jump scares in it, and the cinematography in it is fantastic. Um, they use a lot of camera tricks to make their special effects happen when the hauntings are taking place. So I must, it is, it's number two on my list because I must watch it around Halloween. Not just in October, but it has to happen around Halloween. Otherwise, Halloween is ruined. So what's your number two?
0: For me, it is not Halloween without watching Halloween. (laughs) Halloween from 1978, the John Carpenter film with Jamie Lee Curtis. And actually with this, I even put it with a small caveat, Halloween 2, because it picks up right where the other one left off. Halloween 2 from 81. Again, I'm a child of the 80s. Uh, but it's just the classic slasher, horror film, babysitter having problems because she's being chased and terrorized. Yeah. And of course, it's spawned. Like, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is still making Halloween movies. Like,
1: oh, my God, lady. Well, the new one is
0: good. It is good. But the original, that original one from 1978 uh, and that classic little, like,
1: the piano music, riff. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's John Carpenter playing it. Um, I mean, the story with it is actually his son came up with it, but still, it's him playing it, and it just goes gets stuck in your head. Absolutely. And it sets the tone, and yeah, love it. Got mm-hmm. gotta watch it. I mean, come on, you could. I mean, you could go. Like I know I have Nightmare on Elm Street on this list, and what I don't have is Friday the Thirteenth. But that's what you watch on Friday the Thirteenth. There's a whole bunch of Jason movies, but that's Halloween, true. you gotta watch. The gear up for Halloween, we do.
1: And if you um, have never seen the movie, turn on AMC on Halloween or the night before Halloween, and they will be looping all of the Halloween movies.
0: And of course, the most overused piece of Halloween trivia for the Halloween movie is that creepy mask, <laughs> the Michael Myers mask. Which, by the way, I play uh ho- hockey with a guy named Michael Myers too, so we like, like every time we get around to the draft, like Michael Myers, man, that's a killer pick, man. Yep, watch out—he'll slash. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, all sorts of puns and bad dad jokes going on there, but uh, it is a William Shatner mask that was spray painted white. Yep. 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 Jessica, what's your number one? (laughs) What do you need to watch for it to be (laughs) Halloween?
1: Number one is Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. We literally just talked about it. I know. Original. This is my number one Halloween. This is why we're married. You have I have to watch this movie i really need to watch it on halloween itself i wait for the kids to go to bed of course but like you it's it's phenomenal there this how is how much longer until
0: we can show this to kid one um, she's in seventh grade we need to freshman year
1: yeah that's probably a good time to let her see it um it is creepy the, the guy stalks them for a while and that is the well part there's, I a, find most there's terrifying. also
0: like You know, it's the it's 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 the standard, yeah, adult themes. People having sex and they get killed, and like the virgins live. There's drugs, so there's um, it's those uh, cautionary tales.
1: That's right, because everybody that dies is are the ones that have sex. All the slutty ones, yeah. And the ones that do that, no, that's Mm -hmm. not true because Lori does the drugs too. But um, anyways, it's it's creepy. This is one of I think this is one of the most scary movies ever made. So, yes, I want to watch it on Halloween. I want to watch it leading up to Halloween. It is my favorite. There we go. What's your number one? I'm so excited.
0: I can't believe that Exorcist didn't make your list at all.
1: It, You know what? I like The Exorcist, but I don't love it. I mean, there's I also... don't need to watch it around Halloween.
0: Wannabe Exorcist, which would have been Stigmata.
1: That movie is not good. It's got some creepy it's, effects it's to it, It's weird, but it's not... Anyway, I like the idea of making a that, movie about stigmata, but that particular that movie was, is weird.
0: Yeah, that was not my number one. Well, mm-hmm. maybe it was because Gabriel Burns is in it and he's in The Usual Suspects, but anyway. Uh, my number one uh, is not stigmata. It is... It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's adorable. From 1966. I mean, come on. Every way, like... All the way back, no matter how old you are, it's family friendly. It's Charlie Brown. You watch it. It's kind of like, uh, it's the Charlie Brown Christmas. You watch around Christmas with, uh, everything. But come on, the Great Pumpkin or going trick or treating and like I got a rock. So many classic rock. things going on in this movie, and I just need to see it once. Not every day like kid number two like to do when he was real little.
1: Um kid number two will do that this year too.
0: He will not do it every day because I won't let him.
1: No, but he will want to.
0: Yes, but uh <laughs> he wanted to do it every day like in March. I know in February and it's like, nope, we're putting it away. but <laughs> sometime in October, I will sit down and watch it's the Great pumpkin Charlie Brown.
1: We do it's watch a classic it classic every- movie
0: and it just gets you in that mood. I love turning it on, especially when we're carving pumpkins.
1: We watch it when we're carving pumpkins and we also watch it when the kids are sorting through their candy after going trick-or-treating on Halloween.
0: Someday we'll turn on Halloween when they're doing that. Well, when they're in high school, they probably won't be (laughs)
1: trick-or-treating
0: at that point. They might. They might be short enough to do it.
1: Kid number four for sure.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So those are our top 10 movies. You just got to watch at least once in October for it to feel like Halloween for you and I. Mm -hmm. But wait, there's more. Yeah,
1: I, that's in scary movie number 1.
0: Yeah, I quizzed the kids and I for them I only asked for their top 3. Uh so kid number 1. Kid mm-hmm. number 1 was born in 2009.
1: I love kid number 1's list.
0: Yeah, her list. So number 3 on her list was a tie of all the Ghostbusters movies. Ghostbusters the original in 84, Ghostbusters 2 in 89 and the remake with uh all the ladies in 2016. She tried to tell me Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm like, dude, you that haven't one... even
1: seen it yet because it She's hasn't like, come out. But I want to.
0: I'm like, I want to too. But you can't put it on this list.
1: It's got tiny Stay Puff Marshmallow Man in yeah. it. See Number
0: we'll two that. on her list was Sleepy Hollow.
1: Yeah, I let her watch it last year. I'll say, when did she see
0: that? But anyway, I let her from '99, Johnny Depp. We had again. He was better in Nightmare on Elm Street. Agreed. And number one was Hocus Pocus, which she didn't know the name of. She said the one with the three witches, the skinny one, the fat one, and the old one. I'm like, okay, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Bet Midler's going to kill you for that. But any And Kathy and Jimmy has lost a ton of weight. But anyway, Hocus Pocus from 1993.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is a classic. Kid number two, who was born in 2010, hmm. his list was number three was Monsters University. Yay for higher education. That was out in 2013. Monsters Inc. in 2001. Like, okay, you got a monster theme going. And, to the, and number one on his list, as we kind of alluded to, was the great. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. From 1966. Kid number three. He's an eight-year-old. His number three was Venom. Fun side note, when you make your <laughs> playlist to gear up your kids for hockey tournaments... <clears throat> uh and your kids all your children who play hockey go put the venom song put the venom song on which is by eminem um uh, don't put it on because i got i'm jamming out to all sorts of songs in the locker room and i got my little bluetooth speaker and all sudden we put the venom song on and uh yeah there's some explicit it's lyrics. full
1: of all of the swear words yeah it was i'm like all of them
0: I'm like oh shit. only i didn't say oh like oh i quickly turned that down the other coach was like laughing his off he's like yeah, he goes, I've been there, too.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Number two on kid number three's list is The Nightmare Before Christmas, which we had a debate about this before you got home. Was, Did is, you? Is that a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween
1: movie? It's a Halloween movie.
0: And then being true dad, I go, what's what the difference to make it a Thanksgiving movie? No. Like, it's not a Thanksgiving movie, dad. <clears throat> I'm like, well, is it Halloween or Christmas? I was like, it's both. I'm like, okay, well, halfway in between is Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. Black Friday? I don't know. No. Anyway, from 1993, uh, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. And then kid number three said his number one choice was It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Kids understand the classics. Gotta love that. Yep. Finally, there's kid four. Kid four is four. Almost five, but she's four right now. Her number three choice was Sleeping Beauty. And her choice, and actually what honorable mention would be like Frozen with Anna and Elsa because she likes that movie and she had Snow White, a whole bunch of princess movies. But number three was Sleeping Beauty because Maleficent is a giant dragon and it's scary and there's fire and it's dark. And yeah, I'm like, I love your rationale.
1: I don't think she's wrong. I, I don't think, think that she's wrong. Movie at, is really scary,
0: but I, I also think like you're your mother's daughter. Yep. And uh, you, you totally get this, and boy, you're awesome. Uh, so 1959, Sleeping Beauty was her number three choice. Number two choice was Monsters, Inc. from 20, 2001. And her number one choice was a family of films.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The whole Star Wars Skywalker saga. All nine films, 1977 to, like, now. Uh, through the rise of uh, Skywalker. Skywalker. She tried to throw The Mandalorian on there, too, and I had to explain to her that's not a movie. She goes, it looks like a movie. I'm like, that's because they did an awesome job with it. (laughs) So those are uh, our recommendations, our top ten lists, and our kids' top three lists of favorite Halloween movies, those movies you just got to watch at least once in October to make it feel like Halloween, and that's where we're heading into is Halloween. Timeless classics, so... That has some staying power, too. As we post this uh, podcast, it's not just topical. Aside yeah. from the fact that our whole, hopefully our whole COVID conversation at the beginning was just topical to this year. Hopefully. Or last year. We'll or, see. God, I don't know what the time tell. Anyway, Jess, um, yeah. That's fun. Apparently, i got to go do some commissioner stuff and make some phone calls.
1: Well, have fun doing that.
0: Yeah. You have fun with whatever wine you have left out there. Yep. Yeah, I sure will. This has been bizarre because <laughs> I'm still sitting against across from an empty purple chair with like your photograph propped up against your normal mic.
1: I'm still sitting out here by my lonesome. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: sadly, we got like another podcast though, like because we're way behind on our production schedule, so we need to do two this weekend. So right. we'll probably do another one either tonight or uh, aren't no, not tonight but tomorrow or the day after. So at that point, we won't have your results and we'll probably still be doing these like weird two-room recording thing
1: probably probably oh well
0: but for now this episode was fun
1: loads of fun
0: until next time uh this has been another episode of the red arrow health and wellness podcast this is episode 82 we get 81 other ones to go back and check on uh this is definitely a halloween centric one but it won't be our last for the, or at least not fall centric hooray yeah we got some other fun ones planned great but for now It's been fun.
1: Yep. Bye. Bye.